This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. Oh my gosh, is it? It sure is. Maureen Johnson, this weekend, we passed a milestone on our Patreon. We passed 400 supporters, 400 citizens of Says Whovia. And when we say how directly you are making the show happen... Just before we got on, uh, Dan, can I just tell tales out of school? Yes. You were like, basically, my headphones, I have to lash them to my computer with a series of rubber bands and spells. And every time I, I need to take them out or in, I have to restart my computer. And I said, Dan, it's time to get a new computer. Yeah, it the is citizens, kind of remarkable that the my computer is not just burst into flames at this point. It doesn't have to be this way because the citizens of Sesuvia are funding this, so get a piece of equipment to make it work. <laughs> like, <sighs> literally, you guys have given us funds to to build this thing, so we are entirely indebted to you, so we should get stuff to make it so that they can have it. <laughs> it's this is, this is logic, Maureen, but holy cow, all of you, we cannot thank you enough. Honestly, it is- it's just... I regard the Patreon and the like it's it's I feel like it's the most worthwhile. It's just it's genuinely moving. Like I I regard that those funds you give us as really sacred. Yeah. And I'm like we cuz that we we're like we've been very we're like okay, a postage meter um and I I think that's all we've gotten is like a postage meter. Literally like we, that. Yeah. We're very like these are precious and we'll, um they're to be spent making making the thing that you want. So we really appreciate that. We It's unbelievable how much we it's do. Real, yeah. Your support at patreon.com slash says who really does make this all happen. Thank you. Dan, books. Books, Maureen. You oh, write them. I read them. Dan, I'm coming up on a busy period. You sure are. There's this movie stuff that's going to happen. I can't. I, I still I can't believe it, but I still can't say when it is. I know I'm just not allowed to say it. But I'm gonna start calling you Hollywood Johnson. It's really soon, <laughs> like it's hilariously soon, and I can't say how soon it is. It's so dumb, but they don't <laughs> let you. They don't let you. So uh, books are not uh, movies are not books, but um, in a hilariously short period of time, there's going to be movie. I'm going out to L.A. next week. Yeah, you are. I'm going to be doing page proofs on the plane. Oh, man, you're a multitasker. But I'm I'm doing a lot of book events. I'm going to be uh, it's all happening. Uh Texas and I'm going to the Miami Book Festival. Um going to a bunch of other places. I don't even know, Dan, because the last book in this trilogy is done. Like once I do those page proofs, I don't touch it again. It's done. It's done. It is, it is, and I've been, I, I, there's a bunch of other stuff going on with these books that I also can't really, it's, it's dumb. It's not like it's, I I don't have the nuclear secrets or anything. I'm not carrying the nuclear football, but they just say, don't say anything. So you don't say anything. But honestly, I think you'd like Truly Devious, maybe. I just recommended it to someone today. I saw that. I mean, you might like it unless you don't. But if you don't. You know, that's on you. I'm just saying, you know, Halloween is coming up. Christmas is coming up. Other holidays are coming up. Non-holidays are coming up. Birthdays are coming up. Why not get people a nice book? And it's pretty cheap because it's a it's a paperback. So you can buy it for someone and say, my friend Maureen wrote this. I love it. There you go. Buy books. Honestly, just buy, but literally buy any book and it's good. <laughs> and Dad, have you been making anything recently? Well, Maureen, it's funny that you should ask. In fact, just yesterday, I launched a new project at impeachment.fyi. Uh, if you need a quick summary of the day's news in the impeachment, I've got your back now. I decided that somehow 
all of the reading and looking and thinking about this crap that I do should maybe benefit someone else other than the years that I'm taking off of my life. So I am now writing quick one, two sentence bullet pointed summaries of where we are at. It is on the web. There is a newsletter that you can subscribe to impeachment.fyi. This is what happens when Dan has four extra hours. It's I'm not even kidding. I This is how we can talk about this when the actual show starts. We've become one of those podcasts with six minutes of ads before it starts. We can talk more about this in the real show. Let's do it. Welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order, please? Yeah, I'm going to have a uh, oh, no. six-piece McNugget. Uh, okay. With, uh, do you have a... Do you have like a mustard? Is it like a mustardy dipping sauce? Yeah, we, a, we have a honey mustard. Yeah, yeah, I'll have that one. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, onion rings? Do you have onion rings? Uh, no, they they only have onion rings at Burger King. Uh, fries then? Fries? Yeah, we have don't. Do you, yeah. You're, uh, not but, gonna, you're not gonna try to order onion rings anyway. Uh, no, you don't have them. Um, I'll have a. Uh, Chocolate shake, I think, yeah. sounds pretty good. It's just normal size. And uh, you know oh. what? I'll also take a fillet fish. These are these are all things that we have on the menu. Yep. You've never done that before. Is yep. Uh, is everything okay? Yeah, yeah, everything's fine. You've been uh. You been reading the news recently, kid? At all? Uh, just I mean, it's sort of hard to avoid, but I I try to, but I I can't. So yeah. On that on that fillet of fish, is there any cheese or anything on yeah, it? Yeah, there's or? one slice of cheese, and also you that's, get a tartar sauce and that's some nice. relish. Yeah, that's nice. I'll I'll, I'll enjoy that. That's uh, okay. Did you ever did you ever realize that you've got to do what? something? You've got to do the right thing. Oh, yes. You that's, realize... that's generally what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Do you ever realize that maybe you're stuck in a situation that isn't isn't the one you're meant to be in, but you can you can be the person that does the right thing? Yeah, one time the small cups were in the large cup container, and instead of just asking who did it, I just switched them back. That's what I mean, kid. Just like that. By the way, you got any dessert items? Like, uh. Yeah, we have apple, apple pie. Can I have an apple pie? Yes. Cool. That sounds good. It sounds real good, kid. Oh. Kid, sometimes when we, we see wrong, we've got to. We got to stand up and. We've got to. Uh. Even if it's hard on us, even if we got to do the right. The right thing. You, you do it the what right way and. You just, um. This is. Wait a second. Are you... Are you the whistleblower? Kid? Oh. How, how soon is that food going to be it, ready? It's, I, I mean, you could have driven around quite a while ago. Because uh, I got to get a lot of food. Because I, be, I, be I may be on the road for a while, kid. What? I, I got to... I got him. Oh, there's someone behind me. Oh, okay. Oh my God. Uh, well, that's there's, probably there's just somebody that needs to no, order food. No, if you could no. just drive listen, through. Listen, kid. Here's oh. what's going to happen now. Oh. I'm going to drive oh. around. Oh. You're going to get okay. me in the dumpster. Oh. Then you're going to take this car. What? You're going to drive this car. You're going to torch this car. I don't know you're going to torch it. Then you what? push it into the river. How? Find what? a river. Push the river in. No. I'm going to. I'm going to take you. Take off your uniform. What? Take it off right now. I'm going to put your uniform on. Just take off your clothes right now. Take off your clothes. Take off your clothes. I'm coming around. Then you're naked. You're going to take the car. You're going to torch the car. Get in the car, kid. You got to torch this car. You got to give me your clothes. Take your clothes. Just. Oh, oh my god. god, they're coming, oh god. they're coming Oh, oh they're god. just, oh, they're just ordering They're just ordering food. I'm just gonna pull around I'm just gonna pull around Make that, uh Make that vanilla shake Okay That'll be a 1023 There's another car Oh god
Welcome to Says Who, the pu- Oh, I'm looking at my puppy's feet, Dan. Her t- little toes are just so cute. You're supposed to finish the introduction. Welcome to Says Who, just little toesy-woesies. The podcast that isn't a podcast, it's my puppy's toes. And I am Dan Sinker. Oh, I'm Maureen Johnson. Did I say that? Sure, it was fine. Got, Let's just I got keep going. Really here. interested in her. You know, when she was first a tiny pup, her little toesies were pink. It really does seem like all of us collectively have been on a real journey with Dexy. <laughs> She's, She's now like best. you can just do the podcast next to her, and it's no issue whatsoever. Depends, uh, but she's asleep. I walked her. I walked her right before we. Uh, that's why. I, if you were like, "Where's she?" Maureen's not in the notes anymore. She's gone. It's because I walk her before we record. I I never noticed that because as we discussed, I have to restart my computer in order to make the headphones work. And also, you do all the work. Well, not I mean, really. we're not this we're not supposed work, to say Maureen. that out loud. But this is the work. What we're doing right here. This is the is work, it? Maureen. Yeah. Is it? Sure. Dan, how's your week been? Well, Maureen, I uh, had to take the train into the fair city of Chicago on Friday. And by giving myself the 35 minutes of idle time that a train allows, <laughs> I created a whole nother job. <laughs> God damn it. There's literally a Twitter thread that is like, so how come the Democrats aren't like don't have like a news feed of what's happening in the impeachment? And then like 20 minutes later, I'm like, oh, maybe I should do that. And then next thing I knew, three days later, Maureen, I launched a website called impeachment.fyi. It's great. <laughs> Let me underscore how little I know what I'm doing. So this is a website that um, in the vein of what the fuck just happened today, the the amazing work of Matt Kaiser, it simply boils down news stories into a few bullet points so that you can better understand it. In this case, very specifically centered around the impeachment. Uh, I know how to make websites, Maureen, and I decided, oh, it'll just be an easy website and a newsletter. The first major update went out yesterday and at eight o'clock at night i was like i wonder how you make a newsletter (laughs) (laughs) after having collected maureen 1500 signups yep that was not the number i was expecting i'm looking at impeachment fyi right now and it's uh it's great it's uh it turns out if you spend 3 years obsessively following the news and talking about it it isn't that hard to talk about it more. Mm. That's probably but, healthy. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> very. But um <clears throat> but yeah, the way I tend to do things is I start them and only once they've started do I figure out how to do them. <laughs> so same uh, so yeah. If you all yeah, if you all have signed up for the newsletter, you did get it last night only after I learned how to do it. Mailchimp. Mailchimp is pretty handy. It is, though I am running right up against the free tier right now, which I was mm. not expecting to have happen on day 2 of this project. So, uh there might be a migration in in the future or, or you could put a little donate button on there it says it could throw me a couple bucks to send out the true. newsletter this is true i i yeah we'll we'll see maureen but yeah it uh suddenly this is the problem with having idle time what's the expression idle time uh, makes the devil's I, work or something uh the devil finds work for idle hands there you I go yeah it's true i didn't know i had idle hands but now I've got a whole nother job that doesn't pay me money. I'm good at those. I'm less good at the money ones. <laughs> oh, what am I doing with my life? Everything. Maureen, yeah, it's true. Maureen, you're back it's, from Greece. It's almost like you came up by starting your own zine and learning how to make magazines. And... It's almost. It's almost like that, Maureen. Almost. You are back. You're wearing almost the same time zone again. Uh-huh. 
You're no longer looking out at the Albanian mountains and an idyllic sea filled with dolphins. That's right. We saw You're several dolphin pods go by. East River. Yeah. Where I don't think there are any dolphin pods going by, but one God, never knows. There are not. there are always jet skiers out there though. Wait, on the East River? Really? Yeah. Oh, God. Reg- oh, all the time. You, like, really don't want to fall. They're always out there. They are the Especially most stable jet skiers you have ever seen. It's, like, 80 degrees in New York today here Oof. on October 1st. So it's... Mm. And tomorrow, I believe it's going to be 90. Who doesn't love jet skiing on hot sewage? <laughs> jet skiing on hot trash feels like an ample metaphor for this week. Does it? Yeah. Dan, today I got, so we get our groceries delivered. There's like a, you just buy them online and then, no, Dan. Look at fancy pantsy over here. I don't have a car. I'm joking. I know that that is a fairly normal thing in New York City. Yeah, because we don't have cars. And actually they they tend to come on, uh, if not a truck, they come on these bicycled, they're bicycles with these big platforms behind oh, them. Oh, yeah. And there's bins on the platform. So it's a bike or a trike that they ride along and then the deliveries come off the back. Um, but uh, they came today and one of the sale items they had was uh, one of those um, produce boxes, you know, a, a harvest, bo- you know, oh, whatever, what, you know, whatever the farm has, then you get yeah. the, the box. I'm not with getting the tricked into this one. Look, it's not a trick. But it was $10 off. They're usually 30 and it was 20 and I was like, "Hit me with your box of veggies." Cuz it's it's like a it's like one of those cooking shows where you open it up and you're like, "What am I going to make oh, with this like stuff?" Oh, like a CSA box. Yeah, like a CSA box. Yeah. So you get whatever they've got and this is like really good time to get, you know, the tomatoes, the peppers, the eggplant, the you know, like all the cool stuff. So I opened my box up this morning and I got so excited. It was like I had won the lottery. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at all this bok choy. I know. It's like I get super because it's sometimes it's stuff you wouldn't normally buy, like French tarragon or, you know, like you just look at it. And you're like, I'm I am. I'm, I'm talking about my kind of my says who you is. I'm going to go in there and I'm already looking at a bunch of stuff going down going, well, this is a veggie chili right here. Look <sighs> at this. This is going to be nice. Maureen Johnson. Yeah. We have done Says Who now for over three years. 500 years. I feel like Says Who You is the best thing that we've done. Probably. It has changed everything for me. I'm reading books. I'm making food. We're like doing projects as a family. We made cake pops this weekend, Maureen. That's awesome. It's just like giving yourself not just permission, but giving yourself a expectation that you are going to go offline for a little bit is absolutely wonderful. It has been a game changer for me. Well, that sounds nice, Dan, because as we sit here, my phone is going bloop, bloop, bloop with no. news, no. with news, no. news, Dan. No, <laughs> what? There's just news, more news. No, no more news. No more news. Maureen. What a week, huh? What a week. <laughs> what? A week. Last week, we recorded three episodes of Says Who. <laughs> I wonder I wonder what this week will hold. Hachibachi, Maureen Johnson. I was in Greece, and we... So, we basically never left this house that we were in. It was a big yeah. house we were all in, and it's... You just went in, and you stayed there. So, we... There was a big kind of big wrap around patio and we our our room was right off and we would just kind of go in and out and oscar would turn on the tv to because the brexit stuff and then the u.s stuff and the so i have this whole weird backdrop when i think about greece now of just walking in and out of this room to constant 
that's what I will think of Greece now. It's just this like you every time you walk in this one room, the world has altered again. Yeah. Um, and I'll I'll let you know the update once we've gotten through. <laughs> but you want the quick Brexit for uh for one? Yeah, I mean the the thing I saw I saw somebody on Twitter yesterday, I believe, that was like 2019 in politics. UK, hold my beer. USA, hold my beer. UK, hold my beer. USA, hold my beer. And on and on and on. It is, let us just take a step back for a moment and marvel at the fact that both the United States and the United Kingdom have collapsed at the exact same time. Uh, on the, It's on the same day in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's it 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 feels fake. Yeah, but it's not. It's really happening. Mm. All right. Brexit me. I was having a little sip of coffee. So the the quick overview, Brexit current deadline, 31st of October. And Boris Johnson, the prime minister, had made this move for something called prorogation. He shut down parliament and then a surprise twist. So some people took it to court. One court in Scotland ruled that it was illegal. It went to the UK Supreme court and the UK Supreme court went all the justices gathered and they gave a unanimous decision that it was in fact illegal. Yeah. Because it was illegal. It was like it had never happened. And they said, they said it was as if, Someone had walked into the chamber of the House of Lords with a blank piece of paper asking them to sign it because it never happened. So they all went back in and Boris Johnson is now fairly fucked. Now, one of the things that Parliament did right before it was prorogued was it passed this piece of legislation that said it demanded that Boris Johnson go to Brussels on, I believe, the the 17th of October. It's either the 17th or the 18th and ask for an extension and that passed, so he has to do it. Now that's law. So, because, because now, just to remind listeners, Brexit currently scheduled to happen on Halloween, just yes. thirty days away. Yes. So he, um, that's the law. He has to do it, and then an unprorogued parliament is back. And there was just the conservative party conference, which is like the, you know, like the convention. And the weird thing that's been happening is that everybody has clearly gone and gotten the same message. And so every they ask him if he'll obey the law. And he says, of course, I'll obey the law. And then they say, so that means you'll go to Brussels and ask for an extension, as the law says. And he says, all I can, you know, we will be leaving the EU on the 31st of October. That, by the way, they've created their new slogan is get Brexit done. It's on everything. It's on all their posters. Their whole poster thing was get Brexit done. We have to get Brexit. And they all just say get Brexit done over and over again. It's like that. That's the phrase. Yeah. We have to get Brexit done. And they say, but you have to, by law, go and ask for an extension. And they say, we'll obey the law. Are you going to ask for the extension? And he said, no. Hmm. And they said, so you're going to break the law. And he said, I will not break the law. And they said, so you're going to ask for an extension. And he says, no. That sounds like a rather frustrating conversation. It's a riddle. So he, they all say it. So like, there's like, so he's going to break the law. And they're like, he would never break the law. So he's going to ask for the extension. We will be leaving on the 31st of October. So you're not going to ask for the extension. We'll be leaving on the 31st of October. So you're going to break the law. We will not break the law. And they do this over and over. So clearly they're, they're cooking either they're cooking up some shit or they're not. (laughs) And they're just fucking with people. But apparently there is this one super weird loophole. And I've only heard this from Oscar who read about it, but apparently there's some weird loophole that says the privy council can postpone a law, like when a law goes into effect. What is a privy council? The privy council is somebody 
that it's it refers to like the council that used to surround the monarch. And there is this privy council that's a group of I to, I don't know Dan, it's a group. It's a group of legislators. It's one kind of grouping. It's maybe some kind of committee, like we might have a, a committee on this or a committee on that. The, it's the Privy Council. It's some, I don't know, Dan. It's a, hopeful it's that a, at least they're wearing elaborate costumes. Oh, I mean, at least some kind of drape over a capey thing. But so there may be some shenanigans being planned. No one knows. What? No. Uh, that would be shocking. No one, knows, no one knows what it is. All they'll say Shenanigans, you say. So, thir- 30 days, I mean, meanwhile, preparations and projections are being made. One projection is that they'll lose a billion pounds of trade every week. Um, I, you hear all kinds of things. For example, some fast food outlets are stocking up on pork. Yeah. Because, you know, the food and medicine shortage. Hmm. No one knows. No one knows if he's got a secret deal in his pocket or if he's, he does uh, like, not have a secret deal in his pocket. If he's if he's not if he's going to go around it and postpone the law, then they crash into no deal. No one knows what we'll, we'll find out in 30 days or less. God. Tick, 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 tick. Well, the good news is everything's fine here, Maureen. Oh. So tell me about that. It's not fine. Maureen, the last time we recorded our regular episode of Says Who, it was last Tuesday. And it ended with you saying something to the effect of, so do you think that uh, by the end of the day, the Democrats are just going to actually like do something like start impeachment and suddenly everything that we've been talking about is going to change up? Well, the answer, Maureen, was yes. It was, huh? Yes. It is a new day here, Maureen, where there are is an actual impeachment inquiry in effect. Cool. <laughs> who said it? Who said it? Tell me who said it. You said it. I said it. You said it, Maureen. You accurately predicted it. You (laughs) said impeachment in the fall. And here we are in the fall, in the haunting month of October. And we are doing impeachment. And it's really going great. Is it? So far. Oh, yeah. It's been just totally normal. So uh, this all centers around, uh, as we have discussed, the Trump call, as we discussed and reenacted Trump's call with uh, the president of Ukraine, uh, Vladimir Zelensky, and uh, his sort of asking of favors for uh, digging into Hunter Biden's work in the Ukraine, among other things, and and potentially withholding defense money for it. So that's great. But what has been interesting is to watch sort of things spider outwards now, you know, since that point. So part of it was not just that this call happened, but that right after it happened, the White House scrambled to hide it, essentially, to put it into a different uh into a different holding pen, all the notes and and transcripts of it uh, go from sort of a more easily accessed place to a uh, to a secure server. Um, so now we have learned that other calls with heads of states exist and have been put into that secure server. Um, obviously, calls with Russia have all ended up in that secure server uh, conversations with Saudi Arabia. But we also learned last night that even a conversation with Australia, uh, where Trump kind of urged the prime minister to work with Barr to look into various conspiracy theories surrounding the 2016 election also ended up in that server. So there is. There is a serve Maureen, this is all coming down to servers Weird. again. Now, Dan, 
Some subpoenas have started. Yeah. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Yep. He Guess has... what, though? Yeah. The news relates to that. Yeah. He says he will not go in and he will not respond to the subpoena. Yeah, they subpoenaed a bunch of documents and he is now saying that he will not comply. Right. That seems great. And, you know, who could have predicted, Maureen? It's it's not like they have been refusing subpoenas for the last six months. So, also, yeah, that's also that's subpoenaed a... is our friend Rudy Giuliani. Oh, my goodness gracious. So Rudy Giuliani exists at the center of all of this <clears throat> as as Trump's man in the in Ukraine. <sighs> what a team. <laughs> what a team. One of the things I saw when I was in Greece was the BBC suddenly on the BBC, whose big face turns up, but the mooches. Yeah. And the mooch gave this interview in which he described Trump as basically the biggest fucker alive. It was like this guy, this fucking guy. Not inaccurate. And then he goes on this tear and the interviewer says, but Mr. Scaramucci, didn't you say the following? And then then just grills the mooch. On all the... the... Oh, just went and you saw the mooch's face like, well, you know, and then just on. And on and on. Let, and it was amazing. Let me remind the, you mm. that the mooch during his illustrious 10 days uh, in the White House said that Donald Trump could throw a football so accurately that it could pass through a tire from a good distance. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> so... Oh, I'm glad he's finally seen the light. There is so much news this week that honestly, there's almost no point in discussing it. Like we should just dance about it or whistle (laughs) about it. It's just, it's like the wind. It's the, it's the air we breathe. It's the water we swim in. It's, have you ever seen things happen this quickly? Well, I mean, it's, it is something that we have discussed before where with this, With this administration, you can scratch any surface and underneath you will discover criming, right? I want to ask you this, Dan. Think about this. Yeah, I'm thinking. It's like we've been in Olympic training for the last three years. Imagine (laughs) Dan of the summer of 2016 trying to cope with this. No. No. Think about it. Imagine what that would have been like. Yeah, we have definitely been giving our brains... The worst kind of calisthenics, but like we can hold a lot in there now Mm. and there's a lot to hold. But I do feel like this is for those of you that heard the says who omelet bar episode where we took a photo of Donald Trump at an omelet bar at one of his hotels and simply deconstructed the photo and found multiple scandals lurking in various things depicted in the photo. Uh, this if is I was going to do the, the top three things Dan's ever done, one would be the Mario Kart breakdown. <laughs> and number two is definitely the omelet bar. Yeah. But this is now the, the omelet bar writ large. This is not just some jackass spending a long time on Google. This is like major news organizations, each with their own set of sources, plus a whole bunch of people now realizing that they need to cover their own asses and leaking out. But it's just the 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 flow of stuff, both sort of leakers that are saying, you know, I mean, we know that these conversations with Russia and, and Saudi Arabia and now Australia, we know that all of these things got kind of reclassified because there are leakers, right? Even the whistleblower who, you know, we are in this bizarre. Well, it's not that like, oh, whoa, we found ourselves in a weird world where they're lying all the time. Uh, That is not actually true. But the whistleblower, right? This is a this is a person who received information about this call 
and went to the inspector general of, of intelligence with it. And Trump is now trying to say this whistleblower is a fake whistleblower and the conversation was a perfect conversation and blah, blah, blah. While the White House themselves released a summary transcript that is the most fucking bananas thing possible. So this whistleblower isn't like he has leakers or she, right? He or she has, they have leakers within the White House. So it's not even that the whistleblower has this stuff. There are other people giving the whistleblower this stuff. Like this is, you know, you, you accurately described it in our town hall episode last week as rat fucker Titanic. Right. And right now you have folks just leaking left and right and, and, you know, trying to kind of cover their own asses because it don't look good. It's all the rivets are popping. Yeah. You can hear them. Pop. Oh, there's a pop. Pop, 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 pop. Oh, that sounds like it was important. Pop. <laughs> and, you know, the Titanic and I was I was real into the Titanic as a kid. Yeah. It it was built. You were into whisk- the Titanic before the Titanic was cool. Oh, I really was. The Titanic was built to withstand a certain number of it had all of these watertight compartments uh down below, whatever it is, the belly. What's the basement of a ship? And it could withstand something like six being overtaken by water, which they were like, when's that ever gonna happen? <laughs> so and what happened on the Titanic is something like eight were ripped open, which yeah. is what fucked it. And when it went, they said you could hear the rivets blasting out as the water pressure came in. Yeah. And at first, Dan, there were the people up on the deck, the rich people, that were so uh, amused by the iceberg that they picked up bits of it and put it in their drinks oh my god Mm -hmm. that's true what Mm -hmm. because bits of bits of ice came onto the deck and people picked it up and put it in their drinks wow i feel like the more i think about things i know about the titanic the more they're going to become relevant (laughs) (laughs) that's always that's always a good thing yeah, so people did do that. They put ice, they put the ice in their drinks and they but they they just, you know, I think they believe that they're on a ship that can't be sunk because it floats yeah. on a on an ocean of bullshit and it just seems to be floating and they're like, "Okay, it can take a lot. How many compartments is too many?" And we're starting to get a lot of compartments. Yeah. Um we've got we had Russia. That was a big compartment. Ukraine. Yeah. Now, weirdly, Australia. Uh, how many? How many other dumb fucking conversations do you think he's had? He has at least five a day. I mean, yeah, I, that's the thing. Like, I would when, ha- when have any of them been a- above board. Why would Ima- he? Like, yeah. Ugh. Imagine sitting on that fucking time bomb. Imagine you're in there, and it's like you're. You're like fucking wily e. coyote sitting on a ba- box of rockets. And you know that all like everything you do all day long is made of bullshit and someone is walking around just barfing matches all day yeah. long. Yeah, I mean, so Maureen, somebody on Twitter a few weeks ago tweeted at me and you that they were playing a board game called Watergate. Mm. And uh, I ordered the game and one of the most interesting. So you either play as Nixon or you play as um, the reporters. Right. And uh, the reporters are trying to connect Nixon to informants and uh, Nixon is trying to thwart them. And the interesting thing is you basically, if you're playing as one or you're playing as the other, you're playing entirely different games. The strategies are totally different. The win states are totally different. All of that. And the interesting thing, I've played it enough now where I, where it, where it makes sense. It's one of those games where it takes a number of times through before you're like, oh, I get it. But the most interesting thing is that for Nixon to win 
all he has to do is last. All he has to do is get through it. He doesn't have to do anything else. The reporters have to do like 20 different things in order to win. And all Nixon has to do is get through it. And it's so pert. Like you realize just how genius the game was where it's like, that's all they have to do. Right. All these folks sitting on this powder keg, all they are doing is thinking like, we just got to get, there's just a, just a little more time. We can do it, right? We can just get there. We can get there. And now suddenly, maybe they can't. Yep. It's, I mean, it has been seeing the level of panic go. Watching Rudy Giuliani repeatedly implicate not only himself but more and more people by doing things like displaying his text messages on Fox News where he's coordinating with the State Department uh, to hold meetings with the Ukraine is just mind-blowing. It's just mind-blowing watching Trump's Twitter, which has never been a fun thing to do, watching the level of meltdown, watching him say that Adam Schiff should be arrested for treason. (laughs) And then in almost the same sentence, misidentify an apostrophe as a hyphen, right? Like just... Yep. It is... It is something, Maureen. Sure is. Sure is. It is so wild that scandals that normally would have charted at least within the top five of a week, if not the top one, aren't even showing up anywhere. (laughs) The fucking army officer, Maureen, who was in charge of all communications at Mar-a-Lago was just sentenced to three years probation on Friday after he made false statements to a federal agent during a child pornography investigation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. He oversees all official communication in and out of Mar-a-Lago. The fucking computers, the fucking skiffs, all of it. He's uploading fucking child porn to Russian servers. And it doesn't even doesn't even crack the top ten. How long will it take when this is all over for everything about that that happened during this period to be revealed? Uh, either all the time or no time. Mm. I think that I think the thing that is going to be hardest once this is all done, and oh God, please let it be done is that we are going to fast forward right into everyone trying to save their own asses by saying that they were, you know, we we were taken by surprise or just, you know, the kind of bullshit that you're going to hear pretending like, you know, we were standing up or pretending like, you know, well, we would have said something, but, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, either people are going to come right out with everything as fast as possible in order to save their own asses, or they're going to sit on it forever to save their own asses. There are hero coupons available. Any, all Republicans (laughs) who wants to be a hero. Yeah. I mean, none of them have cashed into that coupon in three years, but they're all thinking about it. I'm telling you, this is a revenge plot. These are all people that hate him. They all hate him. Not one of them likes him. No one likes him because he will fuck anyone and has has already fucked most of them. I mean, Ted Cruz, like we've said, he said Ted Cruz's wife is ugly and his dad helped kill JFK. I mean, and Ted Cruz phone banked for him. Yeah. They all fucking hate him. Yeah. And would probably like nothing better than to fuck him over. Yeah. If they could only... Only reach back and find that spine. Where is it? 
Where's it hiding? All these fuckers. Imagine the fear of realizing that you threw your lot in with this motherfucker. You would think. You would think. You would think a lot of things. And yet. And yet here we are. Yep. You know, the best we've gotten is fucking Jeff Flake. (laughs) Already left. Writing a fucking op-ed in the Washington Post. Telling other Republicans that if the vote was in secret, there would be 30 to 35 people voting for impeachment. It's not exactly profiles in courage here. Jeff Flake telling people to save their souls. But only if it's in secret. (laughs) God damn it. So, Dan, because (sighs) this this is not a podcast, it's a coping strategy... Okay, it's my favorite game. I play it constantly. I play it all day long, all the time. What's going to happen? Oh, man. Come on. I think that we are going to see in the next few days how for real the Democrats are here. Because you already have Pompeo now saying that he's not going to abide by the Democrats subpoena. Giuliani, I am sure, will follow suit. He already issued a weird tweet last night about questioning the legitimacy of the of the of the subpoena. And that's the moment. There have been multiple, multiple, um, multiple inquiries since January into the things happening at the White House and almost to a T all of the subpoenas have been denied and the Democrats have not enforced them. So it's it is put up or shut up time for them. If they do, if they enforce. What happens next is. For real. Yeah. Like, what if they hauled them off and put them in jail? Right. Because apparently there is some special Congress jail. Yeah. Yeah. Or find them or, you know, d- did anything to to enforce these subpoenas. If they do that. Imagine then I think... hauling off and putting Rudy Giuliani in jail. <laughs> oh, come on, Maureen. Don't tease like that. So I, I want you to make your guess, Dan. Make your guess. I, for the first time in a very long time, (gasps) I see the possibility that this is done in the in the coming months. I think absolutely that this is a man who has quit everything he has ever done when it gets hard. And if the tide truly turns, that he will that he will tweet out one day and suddenly he will be gone. I don't think we'll ever reach the point where he's impeached. You think he'll just quit? I think he'll quit. That's what he's done his whole damn life. Like they've made it impossible for me, so I'm leaving. Yeah, just I mean, not even like he will never even say he left. Like, it's going to be some cryptic ass tweet. And then you're going to hear like, oh, Marine One just took off from the White House lawn and just landed in New York. Um, Yeah, I think that I think that and this is granted, this is saying that all of these folks that are spineless. Actually find their spine. If he if he sees that suddenly. The people who have been toadying for him for three years are now lining up against him. I think that he will, you know, he will he will either broker a deal or he'll just fuck off. That's 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 that's, I think, where I'm at. Where are you at? A bunch more stuff happens in the next two weeks, three weeks. Um, A couple more real big things break. At least one on the size of Ukraine. Yeah. You know, they'll get into that server. 
another whistleblower come forward, something. Um, and I think that suddenly we end up with an actual, let's see, it's, no, it's October. By mid-November, something really huge is happening. Wow. Yeah. That soon. I'm in. I don't know what exactly. Because I don't know when. Because uh, they're talking about hauling him in to testify. Are they? Trump? I don't feel at like some I've point, heard that. At some point, they say he has to testify. Wow. That'll be a shit show. He says no. Yeah. But it's it's so bad that. I think what happens first is you start chipping away at Republicans. That's how it happens. The grind yeah. really starts to get to them. And then once you lose all the kind of support, then, then it's not such a big, that's not such a big idea. Uh, a big deal to haul Rudy Giuliani off and put him in jail. You put yeah. fucking imagine if they hauled off and put Mike, Mike Pompeo, for all I know, he's going to get his ass fired or so. You know, like they, they right. have all these positions, they come and they go. Look at the streets littered with them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How many people have had his job so far? I don't remember. Secretary of State? Yeah. He's what? Uh, was Tillerson. There was Tillerson. There was someone in between because Pompeo came from. Who knows? Who even knows? Who can keep track of it all? That's why we have Darth. Right. The streets are littered with these motherfuckers. It's not like they're precious. No. And he'll he'll send Rudy off to get eaten in a heartbeat. No one would give a shit about that. That's Rudy's job. Maureen, let me jump ahead and right. ask you the most important question. Mm-hmm. What is your prediction for when our post-Trump trip to Disney World will be? January. I'm writing this down. I'm writing it down. January. January. I don't know when in January, but I'm saying January. All right. And we have to establish clear rules. When do we get to go? When he leaves office? Is that the? Yeah. When he's gone. He's gone. Helicopter's taken off. Yeah. How soon after that do we have to go? Do we have to clear the decks and go? I so I I had a discussion with Janice about that not that mm-hmm. long ago. Mm-hmm. I feel like it really it, it's a it's a variable thing. So a I know, I know you have children. So yeah, everyone's got some some lives. If it hit, if it hits in January, you have a book that comes out. Things like that. I oh, feel right. like oh that's right. <laughs> yeah. I feel like oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Uh I have looking up in January, don't I? <laughs> yes, you do. I feel like A, if it is truly dramatic that our actions should match that drama. Mm. So like you I'm pull talking, the kids out of school. I'm talking the elevator goes up and we are on our way to the fucking airport. Right? Go, like, go, just go. do it. Uh, but I feel like if there is, if it is less dramatic than that, I also feel like out. we can plan it out and it can, it does not have to be simultaneous or an, an immediate reaction. I think that most likely with, with our lives being as complicated as they are, we may actually have to coordinate it a little but bit. But it'll be soon. But is a, as soon as lives will allow for. Certainly. And just... When we go to the Haunted Mansion, will you and I have our own doom buggy to ride yes, together? Absolutely. Absolutely. We will be riding that doom buggy into the future. And then it'll be you. Uh, so it'll be you and me. Yep. Uh, then um, your, your, perhaps, um, perhaps your wife and my husband. Yep. My two and then kids. The, and then the kids in their own, like the older can look after yep. the baby. Exactly. He probably he'd be all right with that. He's not even he's not even a baby anymore. Oh yeah, he'll be fine with it. 
How many he, times he repeatedly gonna... points out to me that at Disney you are allowed at fourteen to be in the parks without parental supervision. He's fourteen now, right? Yeah, he is. Um, because we each get on our own card a certain number of fast passes. How many are we? How many times are we going to ride the haunted mansion? I mean, typically. Fast passing the Haunted Mansion maybe one time. Usually you can you can find windows where the Haunted Mansion is a short enough wait. Plus the actual wait is fun. There's a whole hmm. graveyard that you can interact with the graves and stuff. Hmm. It's a good time. But Are I think we just basically get in, get, you know, we get out of our doom buggy and we get right back in line, right? Just around and around hmm. and around. Yeah, probably. I remember back when I was a kid, I went to the Six Flags outside Chicago once. And back then, you could simply kind of wave your finger in the air as you came to a stop. And they would let you just stay on and ride a roller coaster again. What? I don't think that happens anymore. Are you going to try to talk me into going on Tower of Terror? It's so good, Maureen. I will be clear with you. I am not going on Tower of Terror. Yeah. I, I, so Janice also refuses to do the Tower of Terror as her, one of her recurring nightmares is an elevator drop nightmare. And I, mm. I respect that. But I will tell you what I've told her, which is you at least have to wait in the line because it is beautiful. And then I they just... have a, they have a little exit for people that don't actually want to go on the ride. But you got to, really? it's like a whole cobweb filled haunted hotel with like, you know, eerie bellhops walking around and it is the best and a hundred percent along with going to disney i would also like to go to universal um to back to harry potter world because it's I'm great in. i it's, feel like if this is going to be a fucking blowout let's make it a blowout fuck yeah it's a blowout are you kidding <sighs> i feel like for the first time in a very long time it doesn't feel futile to at least Discuss it. Mm -hmm. And says Whovians, we are going to discuss it with you. With you. Thanks to your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Again, holy cow, there are more than 400 of you now. Also, uh, as many of you have signed up, this is a particularly good week to sign up because as far as we know, we could be recording every other day at this point. Who fucking knows? All bets are off here. There's, it's really just a life balance thing. There's certainly enough to discuss almost any day. I should just leave this. I'm leaving this stuff out. <laughs> Your dog's going to eat it. Uh, you can support us and you at the $5 and up level, you get access to... Uh, to the Town Watch episodes of Says Who, there are 28 in the can. I counted just the other day. And yes, as Maureen says, probably many more to come at patreon.com slash says who. We will make sure you get your money's worth. Yeah, we will certainly, certainly provide. It's going to be wild, Maureen. This is a... I wish that in in Florida Disney, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride still existed. Mm. That's only in California now. But this is going to be a wild ride. Well, when I go out to L.A., maybe I should go to L.A. Disney World and go on it. Man, every time I go to L.A., I'm like, I can I could I could go to D and then I never do. It's 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 far and it's and it costs a bunch of money. But is it Mr. Far? Toad's I thought wild, it was I thought it was pretty. It's in Anaheim. Too. So it's like. If you're driving, it's like 45 minutes from L.A. proper. But if you're dumb like me, you look into it and you're like, well, I could take the city bus. And then it's like a two hour bus ride. So our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo is designed by Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at sayswhopodcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash groups slash says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard and things have been blowing up on Facebook ever since we launched says who you, if you are thinking about taking 15 minutes of your day for something else, 
join up on the Facebook and share what you're up to because it is just filled with amazing, amazing stories. Uh, And in the meantime, spread the word, subscribe, and please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You can join us on October 9th for our next episode. But before that, I, Dan, will be at the American Writers Museum here in Chicago on October 8th with Annalie Newitz talking about her new book, The Future of Another Timeline. So turn out for that. And Maureen, and you will... Uh, hmm? 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 I was saying it'll probably be a quiet week, so we probably won't be doing any bonus episodes. Yeah, probably. Uh, and you are going to be in Austin, Texas at the end of the month at the Texas Book Festival, October 26th and 27th. And then after that, I'll be at the Miami Book Festival in November at some point. My, in Miami. I'm going to only hot places and I'm excited. That's, good. That's Austin, nice. That's well Miami, played. Los Angeles. Yeah. Well played, Maureen Fuck Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Ah, but for now, I am here in my basement in Chicago and I am Dan Sinker. I am on this chair in the living room. The dog, the puppy's got her. She's asleep with her head on my feet. She's so soft. I'm Maureen Johnson. And this has been Says Who. You know, we recorded this, Dan, and now all the news is going to dry up and it's going to oh. be totally. As of today, I honestly believe it will start to dry up and it will be quiet. You don't really believe that. I honestly believe that. Dan, I honestly believe that. <laughs> I really mean it. I really mean it. I really mean this. Yeah, nothing's going to happen now. It's all chill. Everybody just go to sleep.